Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Midweek War! I, of course, am Mad Mike. You all know me, and we are here to talk. The full episode of Impact Wrestling with me, as always, is the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton. How are you, sir? Hey. <laughs> oh, Eamon, you look excited for this episode. So excited. Oh, man. All right. And with us is our special friend in the mainstream media, Matt Carlins. How are you, sir? You know what? If I'm here sitting with you guys talking about Impact, you know it was a happening. So, uh, uh, Mike, it's nice to be back together for the second straight night. Eamon Payton, I knew you'd come! So let's uh, get the party started. <laughs> Brother Eamon, what is your word for Impact? <sighs> <laughs> That's my word. Sigh. Okay, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll take that as asterisk, sigh, asterisk. Uh, Brother Matt Collins, what is your word for impact? Benjamin. <laughs> Benjamin. All right, uh, my Matt, word... Matt, what's your word? God, uh, my word is... It's not goddammit, those are two, that's two words. Um, xylophone. <laughs> no, I'll I'll pick something that wasn't from the final deletion. Um, I will say makeouts. Okay, makeouts. It's a word. All right. Uh, so, Eamon, I know you weren't exactly high on this episode, but do you really. do you have a good this week? I guess the rest, like the the wrestling in the X division, Ultimate X match. I didn't like the concept of the match and why he was there, but the wrestling was good. Like, in, but it. I'm like, no, I'm just, I'll just leave it at that. The wrestling's good. I'm not going <sighs> to. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Ooh, Eamon, Eamon is salty this week. I like it. Um, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Easy, easy, Bobby, during the third hour of Raw during Hangout. <laughs> Something, um, something, Billy Kay. Something, something. <laughs> Billy Kay would have made this episode better, I'll say that. that. That is a fair point. That is a fair point. Um, Matt, what was your good this week? I think I want to give it to the, um, the setup for Lashley and Eddie Edwards just because of the fact that it represented them trying to take advantage of an opportunity and make a match that will hopefully bring some people back. Um, I'm kind of intrigued. Um, title for the title. I can see how that could go less Poorly. than fulfilling of an <laughs> outcome, so uh, we'll see what happens. But I like the idea that they tried to make a match and um, try to bring me back next week with um, you know more baby face 
on babyface violence with uh, Drew and uh, EC3, too. So okay. for that, I give him a thumbs up. Okay, uh, since you brought it up, we're going to have title for... Actually, we're probably going to do predictions at the end, right? For what? For Destination X. Oh, is that even a thing? Sure. Do we, sure. Is there more than one match that we know for that? Yeah. Ish. Okay. Yeah, we, we can... All right. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, my good for this week... I'm, it, it's tough, because I want to say the final deletion. Even though that I would be a worthy. I, uh... Even though I didn't really like a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I, I'm gonna say that's my good. Even though I mostly didn't think it was good. Well, no. All right. Okay. The concept of the final deletion is my good. The concept. The execution. We'll get into if we if. And by the way. We're only going to be talking about it a little bit tonight. We did a Midweek War spin-off showcase spectacular, myself and Matt Carlin's, a watch party of the whole damn thing, and oh man, we got into it. <laughs> we, we dug deep into the final deletion. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say it's my good. I'll say it's my good for the concept. Um, the execution could have been better, could have been worse. Uh, but... Eamon, how about uh, how about your bad? What was your bad this week? Uh, my bad for this week was was a match that I actually was going into it was thinking that's probably going to be my good, but then the fucking commentary happened, and Ooh. it was the the fucking Jade Marty Bell street fight. What was that? Yeah, yeah, that well that that ruined the whole that ruined the whole match for me. The commentary was so bad, like unbearably bad, like. Okay, I because I took some notes about like a good ninety percent of the few notes I took about Impact are about that match. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the quote from Pope uh, about Marty Bell: uh, she used that baking sheet better in the ring than she ever has in the kitchen. Yeah. Are no, you? F- this is two thousand sixteen, Pope. Stop it! Yeah, like this isn't. <laughs> and then you can't make that line and then talk about how they're the greatest athletes for women in wrestling. You can't do that. You can't do that. It's ridiculous. Um, they go on like a three-minute rant about jeans. Like, well, okay. That I will forgive. They were establishing why they're not wearing their ring gear to a street fight. You think I, under- they- I understand no, no, that. No, they did not. They did not establish it one bit. Josh I think that's asked, how it started. I think it, that's how it started. Maybe that was why they were trying, why they meant, why Josh brought it up. But then it just de-escalated into this three-minute-long thing about jeans and like quote from Pope: "If I'm gonna wear jeans, they would be Versace." That that's not a thing that exists. Like, and like they just keep going on and on about jeans, and it 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 just takes away the seriousness of what's supposed to be like a grudge match. This is a grudge match between these two former tag partners. Well, not only, and I don't know if this is part of your notes, but this is a line I vividly remember because it bothered the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Josh at one point just went to Pope and said, Hey, come on, take this seriously. If you have to tell your announcers to take it seriously, I'm not going to take it seriously as a viewer. I'm not. 
but uh, and then my favorite line, and this is verbatim from Pope. Uh, I feel like when uh, Marty Bell gets the trash can put over her head, and and Miriam starts whacking her with the kendo stick with it, she, he says, "I feel like I'm watching Sesame Street," and Marty is playing the role of Grouch. Mm-hmm. Not Oscar the Grouch. Apparently, yeah. there's a character on Sesame Street, according to Pope, just called Grouch. Well, Pope's on a last name basis with him. <laughs> this was. I say this about. We say this every week about TNA that the commentary is so bad. But I just want to reiterate, the commentary is so bad. You know, I think that's why I wasn't completely soured on the final deletion. Because you there didn't was, have commentary. There was no commentary. There was no commentary. That's that bad. I think. I think it helped. I, I think it honestly helped. Because could you imagine the commentary on that match? Oh. Like, Matt, Matt and Jeff Hardy were trying to do something very artistic and dynamic, and I get that. No. no. Well, okay, I'll get into that. Art is art, whether you like it or not. Um, oh, yeah. But, God, if there was commentary on that, they would have shit on everything. They would oh, yeah. have shit on every single thing. All right, I, say, uh, I say it every week. TNA replaced commentary team. Yep. Stop it. Literally, don't even have one. It would make it a better show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually tried watching one match on mute. So much better improved. So yeah. much improved. No, I would agree. I completely agree. Yeah. All right, um, Matt, what will be your bad this week? Uh, well, definitely the thing that stood out to me the most is that uh, Dixie Carter remains an ever-present just albatross around the neck of the entire show every time she comes out. And I think, like, the worst part for me was that, like, I, I don't know. I, I'm not... Does she really have to have two segments? I mean, that's one thing. But that just, like, the, the, the thing that pushed it right over the top for me, and uh, certainly this is nothing new, but when they put the big logo, big graphic up on the screen with her Twitter address, <laughs> her Twitter handle, and yeah, it's big I, I, as I, life. It's like a quarter of the screen. I've always hated it. Like, Damn break. They'll always make it a point to be, when they promote the social media to say follow Impact and also follow Dixie. Like why? They tweet not, the same thing. Yeah, but they tweet not, the exact same thing. WWE's not being like follow WWE on Twitter and also follow Vince McMahon because that's dumb. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, WWE doesn't even say follow us. They just say hey we're on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> like, they don't have to beg for followers. Um, but going to your point, Matt, uh, one of my notes is, what is the point of any of this stuff with Mike Bennett? Are we going to lead to a, like, mixed tag with, like, Bennett and Maria against Billy Corgan and Dixie? Oh. No, oh, see, no, I'm, oh I'm, Amen, I'm, you just made me sick to my stomach. No, but I'm being honest. Who I is know, the, and, and that's a realistic possibility, and that's why I'm is, a little sick. Who is on the other side? That's a wrestler that can feud with Bennett over this. EC3 again? Maybe. I he seems like he's otherwise occupied. Right. So like this is what is this feud leading towards? You have Mike Bennett, you have Maria who should be wrestling, but we still haven't seen her wrestle. I don't think then, Maria wants to wrestle. And then you have two non-wrestlers. I, at what this point, this I'm good. I'm going to call Maria a non-wrestler. What can you even do to lead to this feud? I don't even know what this feud's about anymore. 
this both of these segments I hated. Um, you have four people that just cannot talk, and it it was bad. It was. I really, mean, I'll really say bad. Mar Maria's not bad on the mic when she actually has something to say and something that she is doing with a purpose. Maybe, but she was awful here. Well, yeah, that's because this storyline has no point. But no, not even because of the storyline. Like, really, the whole, like, me or you, me or you, me or you. Oh, you know, God, I forgot about that. That was, so, like, just no emotion. Like, just awful. And I also wrote, God, Billy Corgan's awful. And at this point, why doesn't Dixie just fire them? What's the... <laughs> Like what? What are they bringing to the company at this point? I because I love that the point was like Bennett was like we'll walk and then it's like, well then walk. <laughs> Who cares? Wasn't why not just? Wasn't not Maria's just... theme song in WWE "Walk Idiot Walk" or was that yeah, after? Maybe, but like why <laughs> just walk? Go back to Ring of Honor. Like who? You know what I mean? It's the same difference. Like just walk. And then he realized, like, oh, they they won't care really if I walk, so I'm going to ruin Destination X. Like, and also, like, that's the thing I hate, no subtlety. Like, he's just like, I'm going to ruin Destination X. So it's like, okay. Like, just lay out your plan. You, yeah. you like, don't say, you can say something like, you're going to regret this or something. Like, or you'll pay. Right, like just or a plague of both your houses. Something to give something. the illusion that we don't know what you're gonna do. Like this, yeah. I these this was a this whole show was bad. Was Basically, bad. ever since Mike Bennett came to Impact, almost every segment involving him has been horrible. I I like I never was one of the ones that hated Mike Bennett when he was in Ring of Honor. I know a lot of people do, especially when he was in Ring of Honor. But like here, I've, I that I he has made me hate him for all the wrong reasons. Like he is not good on the mic at all. I think he would be better if they brought him in with a purpose. But they don't see. They just they got this name miracle in their head, and then they had no idea what to do with it. Yeah. Because he has not done anything miraculous. Yeah, and there's there's no validity to anything he's saying as well when he talks about how he's like. He's the reason people watch Impact, and like that would be more compelling if that was actually true, or if he was the world champion. Right, like like if, if he was the world champion, I can understand it. But in any other case, like that's not the case. Like yeah, like it like if EC3 was the world tight was the world champion, and when Bennett be when it Bennett ended the streak, it was to take the world championship from EC3. That would make it a big deal. For some reason, they want Lashley as the champion, and I have no idea why. I think you have a reason why. Why? Because he looks like a legit person who can beat up another person. And he until, sounds... Until and he you hear him speak. Until you hear him speak, yeah. I think his talking has gotten a lot better. Oh, my... Really? Yeah. Oh. I like him with Eddie. Yeah, I liked it. Really? Yeah. You also, you haven't been watching past weeks of Impact... No, I only watch sparingly. Oh, oh, yeah. And I'll tell you what: the nice thing about watching Impact only once every like two or three months, for me at least. Every time I watch, 
I'm okay with it. It's kind of nice. It's fresh. It's different. I go away. I come back. Well, now, if I watch like because well, I have, good. I watch like multiple weeks in a row. It does start to wear on. Well, the reason now, because of that matters because it's, it's a completely different show every time you come back. Now, Matt, I have I have a question. Since you do watch Impact sparingly, do you feel like you missed anything since the last time you watched Impact? Um. Well, I I I feel like I missed um. Uh, whatever has kind of like gone about in the main event scene with with Lashley and Drew and, and EC3 and and how that's kind of all dusted up a little bit. So yeah, really I feel like I've kind of missed that. Um, I definitely missed how Mike Bennett got his hands on the X Division title for I guess a week. So uh, spoiler alert: it was cheating. Yeah. Well, <laughs> as you, as you do when you're uh, when, when you're being the bad guy. Um. Okay, I was just curious to see if you feel like you missed anything. Um, my my bad this week. Decay. Decay was such a fun concept. It was two people who I uh, immediately gravitated towards. One person who they flipped me on, Crazy Steve, and. Ever since Decay debuted, they have proceeded to ruin Decay. Yeah. And now, for some reason, Abyss and Crazy Steve are offended that Rosemary's making out with Bram. For some reason? Yeah, I'm not sure why. They were watching her give him a dry hump lap dance last week. Like they knew they knew they were she was going after Bram. Yes. To be part of Decay. Why do they? Why are they upset? Like, maybe it's because they haven't properly established what the relationship between Rosemary and Abyss and Crazy Steve were. Were they like a? Because I assumed if she's doing this to recruit Ram, they were recruited in a similar way. Yeah, but we've never seen Rosemary make out with either of them, so maybe they're just. She's she's getting close with Crazy Steve. Yeah, but I. I mean, I don't get it. It's the fact, like, are you being drawn into Decay because you have blue balls and Bram actually got some? I don't I don't really know. I honestly don't know. And you, it's, can't, it's, re- you can't rely on the announcers to explain it. Because they're not going to do it. There was, like, no, there was no promo about this to explain it. Here, the issue is the type of gimmick that that is needs to be done in a certain environment. You know what I mean? Decay would work in, I think, any other environment. Even WWE. Even main roster WWE would work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, they haven't established what the relationship is. Like, If if Rosemary is making out a brand, why do they care? Right. Like, I, I'm honestly asking. I don't know why that would bother them. And know. why? And why did... It have to be hidden from Robbie. That makes even less sense. And where's Jimmy Havoc? Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, if Rosemary had gotten back with Jimmy Havoc, that to me makes story. sense because so, Decay so had that, an issue with Jimmy Havoc. But maybe Decay wanted Bram. I may be completely wrong, but Jimmy Havoc's like not injured anymore. If I'm, I may be wrong, but like if that's the case, like why not continue the story where you left off of? Instead of doing this like weird like, you know, 
thing with Bram that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it, it's probably because they don't have anything for Bram to do. I guess. All right, um, so, Eamon, what would you change about Impact this week? Well, in the- I was going to say the final relation, but in theory I wouldn't change anything based off numbers, I guess. Because what do I know? I'm a smart mark fan, not a casual fan. Um, but fuck if I know. I'll say the commentary. I, I know we're going to get to the final solution later, so I'll just say the commentary team because, duh. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Matt, how about you? What would be your change for this week? Um, geez, there's always room for improvement on uh, impact, isn't there? Hey, to be fair, there is room for improvement on every wrestling show. That's true. That's true. A little Um, more than that. I don't know. I just I I wish that women's match had been better. I I don't know what was going on there. Watch it it on mute. Watch it on mute. No, I wasn't even paying attention to the commentary. To be honest with you, I didn't remember much of what was said aside from Josh saying things in <laughs> you, you poisoned me now it's contagious now, now you're gonna make me spout off about the announcement but like like when when uh, when a bad guy does something nefarious and steals a match I kind of imagine like what, what what would Jim Ross say in a situation like this? He'd be like spastic, like, how can you say something like that, Pope? I just stole this match, god damn it, son of a bitch, you know? Josh Matthews is like, in this like faux shouty voice that he uses, ugh, I don't want to be mean, but it, I mean, it's just, it's just so... Like it's, you know, he always think, like it's like an impression long. of an announcer, a bad impression of a wrestling announcer. It's almost yeah. sometimes, and and not even with any like real like genuine emotion. Like it, it doesn't seem like he ever reacts to what's actually happening in front right. of him. He's just kind of like commenting. And Eli Drake has has, has laid out James Storm here right. on Impact, and I'm like, will you get pissed off, Eli Drake? Exactly. You son of a bitch. You you're, you're, you're dead on. You're absolutely dead on. That's what I hate about it is because there's no emotion involved in this. And, and yeah. you guys know why there's no if emotion? Because they don't do this commentary live. They're watching it on a monitor. But fake it. Fake it. They like, don't know how to fake it. Aren't, aren't they sitting at the announce desk? Did I see them at the announce desk? Or did I imagine that? Uh, sometimes they are, sometimes they aren't. Usually, like, like, the first set of tapings, they're there. Because yeah. it's live to tape. But after that, everything is just pre-recorded, and they've already watched it. Like, if Eli Drake intentionally gets himself disqualified so he can keep the championship, you as a commentator should be upset about that. And you should evoke with your emotion why I, as a viewer, should be upset about that. If you're not doing that, why the fuck would he do in the first place? Yeah, you gotta be like... The point of him doing that is to get heat. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's right there for you to, like, build these two guys up. James Storm it was, 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 who knows, minutes away from winning this title, and Eli Drake, you know, stole this match, and someone's gotta step up and beat Eli Drake and take this title... Away from him, this son of a gun, you know? That's why I'm The opportunity to build up both of those guys in that one situation, in that situation with Eli Drake and James Storm, was right there. That's why I'm not... And they just kind of, like, let it flitter away. 
That's why I'm not invested in a single wrestler in TNA. Is because they give me no reason to be. They give me absolutely no reason to be. And you cannot just rely on the wrestlers to do it. You as a commentator have to do it as well. That's why people are talking about, like, oh, Lucha Underground TNA, like, comparing the two. That's why I love Lucha Underground. It's because they make me care. They make me care. Say whatever you will about Matt Stryker and Vampiro. They make me care. They actually have emotion when they're watching a match. Like, you can tell. And sometimes, you know what the best thing is? They're fans, and they shut the fuck up during matches. Yeah. Like, if you listen to Impact... And just listen. The announcers never stop talking. They never, ever stop talking on Impact. Like, there's no, like, sitting in awe of a match. There's no letting things sit. Yeah. There's no, like, like, if, if when Eli Drake attacks James Storm, there's no, like, letting you hear the chants. Even if they're fake chants. Like, it's just... Oh my god, Eli Drake, we're, look at what he did. We're going to go break. Big brother, big brother, big brother. Even during, <laughs> even during stuff like the X Division match. Like, Mark Andrews does the crazy flip off the fucking uh, setup or whatever. And, like, the crowd's excited and they're chanting TNA. But you can't hear them because the announcers are just like, oh, this is amazing. This is great. This is great. Trying to hammer that home. Mm-hmm. So this is and, great. This is amazing. Yeah, I mean, like, just talk about, like, let it Talk about the textbook moment when you're supposed to lay out and let it breathe. It's when a dude, like, moonsaults off the top of the scaffold. That's when you shut you up. Don't, you don't have to hit me over the head with how amazing this is. The crowd's reaction will let me know how amazing this is. Yeah, uh-huh. especially since the TNA crowd usually isn't that loud to begin with. But when they are loud, they're, they're loud. very vocal. <sighs> okay, um, my change this week... Why Eddie Edwards? That's my change. I, I'm not invested in Eddie Edwards as a person. I'm not invested in him as a character. Um, I don't feel any heat between him and Lashley. Lashley could have cut that. They've never but, interacted. Well, no, but Lashley could have cut that exact same promo against anyone who won that match. Even Mike Bennett. And it would have been the exact same promo. And not only that, we've had three X Division title changes in the past month. Yeah. Where where is this legacy of the X Division? There is none. They had to pull Mandrews from fucking mothballs to even get enough people for this Ultimate X match. Like, Destination X is supposed to be all about the X Division. I, I, I bet this is the only X Division related thing we're getting on the show. I bet you money. Yeah, because last year for Destination X, we didn't even crown a new champion. There's no story. No, we had three no tournament matches. No one yeah. else has the story. No one else has a direction in that division. But my thing is this. Like, now that I think about it, you know who would have been a better person to give the win here if you didn't want to give it to Bennett? Braxton Sutter. Yep, Braxton Sutter. That's what I was going to say. Have him get the surprise. Like, he's a guy, 
a month or so in, he gets a surprise win and gets a title match. Mm -hmm. That's a fucking cool thing. That's, that's something that's really, really cool good. that you can do. Remember, I they did that once with Jay Lethal in like early 2007, um, uh, where he won like something like a title shot for any title, and he's like, and he's like young Jay Lethal, you know, not even Black Machismo, just like regular X Division guy Jay Lethal. And he's like, you know, what? I'm not going to challenge for the X Division title. I'm going to challenge for Kurt Angle for the heavyweight title. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Why would why Eddie Edwards? I don't care about Eddie Edwards. I still like if you put him and David Richards next to each other, I still would not know who was who. Like that's at least look at if you know anything about Eddie Edwards, even look at his track record. When he won the Ring of Honor title in like 2011, people were like, "Really?" <laughs> mm -hmm. So wait, wait, is he, is he the Arrested Development? Her? Yeah, like Roddy. I I know like they were contenders. Like Roddy, Roddy was I think the champion at the time. Like, Davey Richards was kind of, like, the top contender. Um, and then there was other people like Steen and Generico and, and, and people like that. And, and then they, they got a random show. They give the belt to Eddie Edwards, and everyone was like, wait, what? Like, just because he was partners with Davey. And, like, keep in mind, this is the Cornette era. Uh, um, but, like, what the fuck? Like, I do not give a damn about Bobby Lashley versus Eddie Edwards. At all. And neither situation's good. Nope. Nope. Especially title for title. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that it's title for title, neither scenario is good. Oh, shit. I just realized we're not going to get anything else next division related because you can't crown a new champion because the whole point of option C is that you're giving up the X division title so that you can go for the world title, but they're not even doing that anymore. Yeah. But, like, look at the two scenarios. Either Lashley wins and becomes heavyweight champion and X division champion, which we've seen that before, and that's worked out so well. Remember when Kurt Angle had all the belts? I um, think the only time it actually worked was when Joe had both. When Joe had both, it was cool, but like that's different. Like, and then look at the other side. Eddie Edwards is the fucking world champion, and also has two belts, and. The I don't know. The idea that you would put it on Eddie makes no sense to me. I think there's a third option. Mike What's Bennett the, comes in and causes a DQ. Double DQ. Double DQ and we get yeah. no title change. I think there won't be a title change. Yeah, yeah I don't. I, I, is, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna which say which is kind of what? rotten because I'm sitting here trying to defend the fact that they have booked this match. And oh, I still you're, think this was a good idea. On their part, so wait, I'm wait, wait, wait this match at the same time as I admit the fact that I expect a non-finish and not a title change in wait, this whole. Title way to keep those eighty thousand new viewers impact. Uh, well, now, look, if you're gonna bring in these fresh eyeballs, it would seem to make sense. A big title match with a plus finish. Has something of a name among the hardcore wrestling fans and put him into a match that people will want to come back and see. Eddie, Ed Eddie Edwards. That's the best they've got Eddie in Edwards. that match. Okay, you're stretching by saying Eddie Edwards is a strong name around those wrestlers. What's the, who was the, who's the bigger name? Apologies to DJ Z. Who was the bigger name? It's not about that? having a bigger name. Uh, well, then what else did you want them to do? Rockstar Spud. Put it on Bra No, Braxton Sutton. Because yeah. that would have been interesting. 
No There's one knows no... who Braxton Sutter is. That's, well, the, that's point. the point. That's not going to help them. This won't help them either. No, you're not going to help anybody. You're not going to help Braxton Sutter by hot shotting him into a match where he's just going to get mauled by Bobby Lashley. He doesn't have he's to get mauled. Him. He doesn't have to get mauled. He can get a few hope spots, and it can still be captivating. Or he could fucking win. No, or he, no. Why not? It would Dude. be different. It would be absolutely different. Yeah, everyone. And Braxton is. Sutter actually is a good guy on the mic. Yeah. He's a good guy on the mic. And plus, if you want to force people to tune in next week, have a title change. Have a big, surprising title change. Like, and you know what? Have Mike Bennett accidentally cost Lashley the belt. Because my, Braxton Sutter was the was the guy who almost took the accident title from Bennett in the first place. That's a cool story. Like, and then Braxton Sutter can come out the week after, like, hey, you know what? I a couple weeks ago I was this close to being Mike Bennett. Now I'm the world champion, and it's kind of thanks to Mike Bennett. Like, you have an immediate storyline. I, I think it's also Matt because you don't know like the way they introduced Braxton Sutter. Like based off the way he they introduced him. This would have been perfect. This would have been literally perfect. You're right. I just jumped in on this. This is not the first time I've seen Pepper Parks, but it is the first time I've seen Braxton Sutter. And I'm telling you, it's not that. But you just saw all, all, the everything only, you guys, the everything only you've seen right out is the good. Only, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But I'm just telling you, all these fresh eyeballs that they apparently got um, for this episode of Impact... Um, there wasn't much to latch onto with Braxton Sutter. If they wanted I to go in that direction, they needed to do some more work on this show. I'm, I'm sorry. Some, you know, but, Braxton, but if you're going to argue that, though, Braxton Sutter and Eddie Edwards, there's not like a huge difference as far as like star power. There's not. Well, no. The, I, no the I, 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 Braxton I think Sutter is not more than how many months, weeks old? I mean, that. And then, you know, in other words, he's like two years old in TNA, and nobody really is captivated by him. I mean, I and see the thing is, they draw in so many people. Guess what? The reason that they drew in all these people, neither of those guys are going to be on next week. Or if they are, at least one of them will. No, I no, neither of them are going to be on. I'll guarantee that. I'll guarantee that. Maybe not live. Maybe maybe one like. Aftermath promo. Yeah. But other than that, and it, and it won't be live. It'll be a pre-recorded thing. Mm -hmm. Because have, having it in the Impact Zone doesn't make any fucking sense because that, that group of fans will not have seen the final deletion. Well, I think it's a new set of tapings. Is it? I don't think it is. I want to say it is because I think that's when the tapings ended. Okay. Because they haven't taped the ex they haven't taped the match between Lashley and Eddie yet. Okay. So I can, you know, I don't know. Uh, you want, do we want to, Mike, did you say a change? Uh, yeah. Wait, did I? Yeah, yeah, my change yeah. would be Eddie Edwards. Okay. <laughs> yeah. can we, Any, anyone but Eddie. Can we get to this final deletion thing? Sure we can, Eamon. Um, Eamon, what, what did you think about the dilapidated boat? <laughs> Here's the thing, the dilapidated boat line like made me like slightly chuckle. Other than that, I thought it was meh. I they could have had a better finish. 
I thought it was way too overhyped. That was my fear going into before I watched it, was like, they have hyped this to such a degree, it's not going to live up to the hype. And guess what? For me, at least, it didn't. But don't get me wrong, I am in the most minute minority because the response to this match has been fucking insane. Like, people who are well-respected in wrestling and in wrestling, like, conversation are calling this thing groundbreaking, like, revolutionizing. I wonder if those people have ever actually seen Lucha Underground. Non-ironically. They're not saying that ironically. Like, Jericho is saying that. Mick Foley is saying that. Well, well, Eamon, think about all the crap professional wrestling television product that some of these people have to sit through. You know... what, What crap? Like three plus hours of Raw every week, all right? It gets exhausting. It's and time for a break. And that's so what else. I think there is so why people responded so positively to this match, because they just want something freaking different. Let's give us another Yes, hey, hey, yes, Lucha Underground is a damn fine professional wrestling alternative. But you know what? We only get one hour a week, you know? And even this... Is very different. We get in two hours tone, of impact. No, no. Presentation no, ground. Yes, very different. All right. Here's the See, thing. This is this is why I made the concept of the final deletion my good. I appreciate what they were trying to do. But it was the execution. Yeah, the ex- and that's always been TNA's problem. Sometimes they'll come up with good concepts and stuff, and they'll th- the way they go about it is wrong. They. It was too overproduced, like very much so, even more than Lucha. Because Lucha, you don't really notice the cuts too much. This one, oh boy, did you notice them. Like, drink every time there was a cut. Yeah. You will die of alcohol, boys. <laughs> yeah, and that, and for me, that works in something like an Avengers movie or something like that. It doesn't work when it's two Carolinians trying to fake beat the crap out of each other. Here, and my thing is this. Like I told you, I slightly chuckled at the whole dilapidated boat line. Just because of the of how it was in the, in the scene. That was it, though. Like, and I know people were tweeting like stuff about the xylophone and like all this shit, but like, I don't know. To me, it reads as them trying so hard to... Hey, you know what? They literally were like, they literally were like, let's do Anything ridiculous we can possibly think of, whatever, doesn't matter, we'll do it. Like, Amen. Amen. It I gotta give it credit, though. It's nice to see someone in Impact trying hard. Okay, but you're, tr- no, I, I, you're I trying in all bar, the wrong but... ways. You're trying in all the wrong ways. It's like the equivalent of somebody trying to make a viral video. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, alright, I see that. I see you know that. what I mean? When someone, when you try to make a viral video, it's not going to work. Viral happens on its own. A lot of people compared uh, the contract signing to something like The Room. We compared it to that, even. Yeah. The, 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 what, what made The Room so good wasn't because it was a bunch of people getting together and saying, let's make a terrible movie. They were trying to make a really good movie. They were honestly trying to make a good movie and had good intentions to do so. 
and it came in, and that was the result, and that aspect of it is what has made the room a cult classic. If you're just going out there trying to produce shit, they literally saw that some people, they got a little bit of buzz because of the contract signing. And they went, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, we gotta just do more of that. More, 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 more. What's more weird? What's Say something about a xylophone. Play the violin, Matt. Let's do... And I'm, I'm gonna... Alright, and this may be... Because, Matt, you haven't seen the contract signing, right? I actually watched it today. Okay, okay. Um, the final deletion I, was better. I don't think they got buzz from the contract signing itself. I think they got buzz from the stuff that spawned from it. And I'm talking about two very key things. One, our friend Jess inventing keyboard map. That, I think, got more buzz than the actual contract signing to begin with. And then TNA hopped on that bandwagon, and EC3 created his own version. I think that's where the buzz came from, and not from the actual segment. I don't even think the EC3 thing got like a lot of buzz. Like I think it's part of the whole like thing with like the stuff with Jess kind of thing. But they also took Jess's stuff and ran that into the ground. That's why Matt brought out a keyboard at Slammiversary for no fucking reason. That's why they're just they're just driving way too hard into the skit, and it's obvious to me. Like, to, I don't know, to me, it's obvious, and that ruins it. We'll get into it when we talk about Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground had a lot of comedy this week, and a lot of funny moments, but they didn't go in saying, we're just going to do this to be weird, because it will get a social media buzz. Yep. They didn't do that. It's... And, and I know Jeremy Boras listened to you guys' reaction. I'm not going to... Again... What the fuck do I know? I, just, applaud, I applaud the effort. I applaud what the, the what effort. What the fuck do I know? I got, I'm a Smart Mark Wrestling fan, apparently. Uh, they got 80,000 more people to watch Impact this week. And, and, and you know, that case, kudos. 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 Yeah. Great. I, I find it really sad that that's how you had to do it, but kudos. You know, like, it's just so unbelievably frustrating to me. And, and, and again... I wanted to at least laugh, but like it just nothing about it really made me laugh. Like it, it I just watched it and I'm like, oh, it's gonna get really funny soon and then it's like Okay, really? I mean like, I I was entertained by it. I was entertained by it. Do I think it was the best segment in the world? No. No, it was the best segment on impact. There were a lot of people saying that this is one of the top talking segments of top wrestling segments of all time. I have literally heard people say that unironically. Okay, okay, but that that's a knee-jerk reaction from something because it just happened. And I'm I sure mean, there are people out there who are saying it's the worst of all time, too. Of course, absolutely. It's another I, knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, it's, probably, true. it's probably eventually somewhere in the middle. True. I think it's more... I don't know. Because I've, I've looked at... Like, just looking at social media, like that's such the minority of people saying that this was bad. Like, that's such the minority. Like, let me, let me, let me try to... It's baffling to me. It's me so baffling. Let me try to find the right uh, comparison for this thing. Um, you guys remember back when um, 
Bellator did uh, Kimbo Slice versus Dada 5000, uh, and it turned yes, into yes, an absolute you. cluster of an MMA fight. It was the most hideous, disturbing, nearly deadly thing, in fact, maybe it was, um, in a long time. And the, the reaction to that was very similar to the final deletion, except whereas people kind of like, there was a bit of a wave leading into the final deletion, the, the Kimbo Dada thing kind of all... It was the first kind of people got. kind of knew it was coming, and then the um, and then the the fun began. And I'm, me personally, I was watching from the beginning, and and just the only the only thing proper way to describe that fight was absurd. It's just absurd to watch. You couldn't believe what your eyes were seeing. And the final deletion fits very neatly in that same category: absurd, ridiculous, all that stuff. But you know. For me, I'm in the camp with Mike, probably even more strongly so, in that I just want to salute Impact for pulling this off and getting that many extra eyes onto their product when you're sitting in a week that is just packed. You're already coming off of the 4th of July holiday, which is a, a handicap in, it, in itself. You've got... Lucha Underground rolling out uh, Ultimo Lucha Dos. You've got NXT rolling out a really, really good show this week. you got UFC 200, Brock Lesnar, coming up this weekend. Impact found a way to cut through the noise, get more eyeballs onto their product, hopefully give people enough to bring some of them back for next week. It's an unqualified success. It got the job done. They yeah. got I, 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 out there in front of people ahead of time. They got those screeners out in front of people who they knew were going to talk about it. They got the buzz going. So certainly, and Mike and I talked about this last night, uh, in execution, uh, creatively, I certainly no. wouldn't have made all of those decisions. If yeah, the there, there were some made. different choices that could have There were made. some different choices that perhaps I would have made, but as far as going for it as far as going all in. And look, this company, as much as they may try to convince us they're not, this is desperate times, man. Mm -hmm. they got to get some people watching. they got to make some This money. is a Hail Mary. It is I a Hail Mary. I believe the reports, they were lucky to get the last tapings done. You know, they've got to make something happen. I agree with you. But here's my thing, though. Uh, and I think also my opinion of this is also, and I don't know if you saw it, but that Matt Hardy released a video before this aired, about basically breaking character and saying, like, why this character came about, saying it's designed, his words, saying it's designed for the ca to bring casual fans back to Impact that they lost when they moved from Spike uh, instead of smart mark wrestling fans. Well, yeah, but that's what most of wrestling tries to do. And, and I've had this discussion with Mike, that... TNA does not have a casual fan. TNA, people watch TNA because they are wrestling fans and they want to watch wrestling. They're not flipping through the channels and see something. And and the, I would say, I and there's no way to determine this, obviously, but those 80,000 new viewers, I would say a lot of them are just people who are wrestling fans like you, me, and Mike, who just stopped watching Impact and found out about this. I can't tell you how many tweets I saw of people being like, I've not watched Impact in years, but I'm going to watch this. And those mm -hmm. are wrestling fans. 
Those yeah. aren't casual fans. Those are wrestling fans. It could be casual wrestling fans. And, and the video, like, the video they released didn't even go viral. And the last I checked, it's only at like thirteen thousand, which is like the, which is like. Well, that's because TNA hasn't actually re- like. No, they have. Oh, they have. Released. I tried finding one last night and I couldn't. They released. I don't. They released it today. Okay. Well, look, viral videos don't pay the bills. Viewers, hopefully, but pay I the bills. I think that's a translation as to if this was casual fans watching or if this was wrestling fans watching. I think because if, if, if it was casual fans, this thing would have been shared out like crazy. I think. You know well, what I mean? Right. I, I, I have a question to pose for both of you. Um, it's a two-part question. One, do you think this is the end of the feud between the Hardys? And two, if it's not, which I don't think it is, does that lessen the final deletion to you? I think it does. Because if this en- yeah. if you do something this big and then it just ends up back in a ring in a in whatever kind of regular do, match at that point. They would have to do something bigger. They would have to kill one of them. They would have to literally, yeah. They would, they, they, they would have to, like, like pull a Lucha Underground and literally kill one of the characters. Yeah. Like, they, I, would, they would have to make this a bail situation. Yeah. But I, I, I think I agree with Mike. Five, yeah, well, because even though I disagree of them doing it, you know, fine of the concept, it's the execution. And you know what? People gave Eric Van Wagman shit for tweeting that between that same thing. But I'm sorry, he's fucking right. He's 100% right. But you know what? And and I even replied to Eric, and that's not something... But if to, to the people who are doing Lucha Underground, I don't think you should be upset that someone's trying to emulate what you're doing. I think you should. I think we if all kind of saw you. this... I think we all kind of saw this coming. From, Imitation is from season one of Lucha Underground that this was coming. Somebody else was going to try to take what Lucha Underground was doing and maybe put their own spin on it and maybe try to Imitation make it work for them too. But I agree that Imit- the, the people behind Lucha should not be upset that Impact drew some sort of inspiration, perhaps. And, 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 and guys, I don't, I don't guys. Think they are. But my thing is this: yes, Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. But however, in this scenario. Where it was literally, in my opinion, them being just like, let's just do a bunch of crazy shit and shoot it a different way. If I'm in Lucha Underground and I fully believe, say whatever you want about their product, but they work very hard in what they produce. In developing it, in putting the stories together, fleshing out the stories, and and producing it. They work very fucking hard at that. Mm Mm-hmm. So Which also some... has a hell of a lot more resources, too, at their disposal. Also, um, spoiler alert, WWE is going to do the same thing next week when the New Day goes to the Wyatt's compound. I agree, and, 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 and that's fine. But when somebody takes a concept like that and, as I feel, just tries to throw weird shit at the wall because they think it will go viral, and it gets such an amount of, like, this is comments of, this is revolutionary. This is going to change the game. I would be a little upset. I would. 
I don't blame them for being upset. I don't think they are upset, but I wouldn't blame them for being upset. I do agree that irritation is the sincerest form of flattery. But from in this scenario, I don't think there's a level of effort put into what they did here that echoes the same effort that Lucha Underground puts in, and that I can see why that could be upsetting. Yeah, it's kind of like what I said last night. TNA didn't do the work. They Not just wa- they just wanted to jump right to the crazy damn banana pants stuff. Lucha Underground did the legwork. Like they showed, like if you're doing a very hard calculus problem, you can't just write the answer is five. You have to show your work. You cannot jump right to the answer. If you jump right to the answer in a calc test, you will not get points. Yeah. You will One not last- get points. You have to show your work for it. One last thing about the final deletion that I want to point out. And well, I, I, want, I want to know Matt's thoughts on my questions first. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I, I am holding on to the hope that it's the last match between them because it is the perfect last match between them. Now, they can come back. They can team up again. They can do all that fun stuff, you know. Worse, less plausible things have happened. I really... I'm going to hold on to the hope that it's the last time they do a one-on-one match against one another because fighting in their own backyards to end their feud is the right way to end it, you know? It's almost the right way to end their careers. Right, but no one's Uh, career is truly... uh, Well, obviously, but, like, if they they were both playing on not re-signing with TNA, this is a great way to end their run in TNA. That'd be a good write-off, yeah. One last thing about... But, But, Matt... If it's not, yes. if it's not, does this lessen the final deletion for you? It depends on what comes next. Nah. Okay. Okay. Cop out answer. Fine. Now, now listen, <laughs> because, because before the final deletion, I heard, even though I never watched the contract signing, I had heard people going on and on about the contract signing, um, and then. They raised the game. They they found a way to, to take it even higher. Now, God, hey, I don't know how. I don't know how. <laughs> I know a couple guys, maybe they have some ideas that they wouldn't share with them because they want to keep them to themselves, but I don't know. I'm telling you, they'd have to literally, one of them would have to kill the other one like in a kayfabe way for them to be able to top that. Just we, straight up, just straight up murder. We live uh, in a world for professional wrestling fans where that kind of thing can happen. So, <laughs> if you do the work, if you do the work, all right, Eamon, take just us one, on this. Just one last thing about the final deletion, and I'm going to approach this from a smart wrestling fan perspective, since I'm not the casual. Um, I also was really perturbed that there was no psychology in the match. Matt Hardy hits a twist of fate three minutes in and goes for a pin. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. No. They. What? Definitely, they definitely jumped around. You set up fireworks. You set up all this shit to kill your brother and to say, once I delete brother Nero, do not resuscitate him. You put out that you were going to kill this man. Three minutes in, you go for a pin. <laughs> but but people can't. This is- People gave Balor and this Joe is why, so much shit in that cage match for doing the whole door stuff. This is so much more egregious. Oh my goodness, cage match psychology. Don't even get me started. Um, he had to go for the pin 
because in addition to trying to delete Jeff, he needed to legitimately win the match to obtain the rights to the Hardy name and the Hardy brand. That's why he needed a referee in the middle of the woods, Mad Mike. Remember? Yeah. He said he was going to kill him. If you kill him, he's dead. You can pin him. That's, it's not like they say he has to pin him and then kill him. <laughs> this is amazing. I, um, I'm, I'm upset... I'm not upset. I'm not upset. That's not the right word. I'm, I'm, uh, am I distressed? I'm distressed. You're vexed? By, I'm vexed. I am vexed by the reaction of both of you to this match. I'm very concerned. Um, Don't worry. Like I said, we're in the minority. Well, yeah, and I'm worried because, you know, I, I just had... I, I just I'm worried too. I, I, I just had fun watching it, I'm and I laughed, and I did laugh, and I did have fun watching it, and I, I thought it was absurd, and I thought it was, for impact, I thought it was a good thing, and and um, I, I, even, I feel terrible yeah. that and I, I that some of the reactions to it have, have upset you in this way. No, but um, I'm worried because too. Because I don't think that's where I'm it's coming too. from, you know? No, I'm worried too. Because when I read, I was up all night reading people's reactions, and... I, that's thinking, not helping. Think, and thinking that I was a crazy person. Like, like I literally felt like I was in Twilight Zone. Like, I, I literally did not know what the, like, how are these people saying these things and not unironically? Hey. How is this happening? Wrestling, wrestling is art, right? Am I, am I, we all I, agree wrestling is art, and art is not for everybody. It's always going to be somebody who gets turned off by it. That's I, just the way it works. Um, I just didn't get But I've never had that happen before. I've never been like... And I'm not like... I didn't hate it, obviously. I thought it was mad. I just didn't think it was that good or bad. Like, it, I just thought it was mad. And, and, and everyone was like, this is the greatest thing ever. And I'm just like... Mm -hmm. Eamon, Eamon, you also have to remember these people who you've been looking at on the internet, they have not been thoroughly beaten down by Impact like you and I have. <laughs> you have to remember this. You have to remember this. It's like... If you... <laughs> Let's say we were to see... to, to find some incredible clip of, a, of an indie match from God knows where. And it goes viral. You know, it's happened. Joey Ryan suplexes someone with his penis. And it's the most incredible thing anyone has ever seen, you know? And it gets everywhere, and everyone's excited about it, but to a small portion of people who maybe have followed this tiny fed in this tiny place where I don't even know where the first place is where Joey Ryan did that thing might be DDT. like, what oh, the hell was, was this? You know? No, no, that, no, that was in DDT where that shit well, happened. Well, I guess that's it. Where that shit happened all the time. Yeah. But, like, my thing is, like, in the case of Joey Ryan, it was, like, love or hate it, it split pretty evenly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. the, the reaction of it is split pretty evenly. This is literally, like, I feel like me and Mike aren't the only people. Like, like honestly, I, 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 I kept scrubbing through stuff, YouTube comments, like, Twitter stuff. Like, no one had a bad thing to say about this. That, I think it's I think a lot of people ridiculous. I think a lot of people have reached the point with impact where 
we're tired of watching them get beaten down and beaten down and beaten down, and we're just ready to kind of see it show some signs of life. Because at the end of the day, I think we all can agree that Impact being around and, and wrestlers cashing checks, hopefully, from Dixie and the big crazy giant money panda um, is a good thing for everybody. We need impact. We need a strong, healthy impact in our professional wrestling world. And I, it is I, I, so I gotta, far down no, the I hill. Think we can all, I think we all agree impact, with that. You know? yeah. well, I, we all I, agree with that part. Well, and that this, I, is, this was a true sign of life. This was a, a kickstart, hopefully, towards something, hopefully, that um, can bring some uh, better uh, better times to impact. Because, uh, th- hey, there are good guys in that they're good guys and in that Matt, company. Matt, guys worth watching. Matt, we've never said anything disparaging about the talent. No. We know the talent is there. Sometimes we may not always agree with what they're doing on camera, but the talent is always there. We we've said that for years. But I mean, I I, I don't know. again, I don't mind the final deletion. I I think it was. Eamon said it was overhyped. I think I would agree with that. I, I think the I think it needed a better ending. Honestly, I think it did. Without because one of them should have been legitimately let on fire. <laughs> no, well, I, I, Matt, I'm Hardy, saying, Matt Hardy almost was. <laughs> yeah, but but yep. if you're going to do a fire spot like that, look at Edge and Mick Foley. They did it, and they did it right. Jeff Hardy, when he hit the Swanton off the tree. A, Matt moved to hit the <laughs> ladder, and then Jeff went for the pin, which made no sense. Secondly, Jeff flies off the Illuminami structure, whatever, before the fire even gets to him. Like, I'm, I'm nitpicking, but that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do. That's how I watch everything. That's how I watch Raw. That's how I watch Impact. That's how I watch Lucha. That's how I watch NXT. That's how I watch Arrow. That's how I watch Flash. It's how I watch Teen Titans fucking go. It's how I literally watch everything. So, they got they got a lot of people to buy in and get on board. For one, and week. if I had to assign the credit for that, I would give eighty percent of it to Matt Hardy. I'm giving no. So I'm giving ninety percent of it to just that. The absolute insanity, and I'll give the other twenty percent to Jeff for being no, kind no, of a crazy Matt, guy who falls off high things. Matt, I'll give forty percent credit to Matt Hardy, forty percent credit to Jeff Hardy, and I'm giving thirty percent credit to Jess. <laughs> Legitimately, I'm giving her credit for this because without her making a meme out of something that could have been just stupid, it was Matt Hardy's reaction to the meme that spurned the whole. Escalation of this. I'm fully convinced of that. Yeah, I'm absolutely fully convinced of that. So, Jess, this is your fault. Uh, I mean, kinda. Let's leave it. <laughs> let, let's leave it. Let's leave it. By the way, are... uh, by the way, look up hashtag Guitardi. Guitardi. Hashtag G U I T A R D Y. Yes. So, let, let, let's wrap this up because I want to talk about wrestling. I loved. Okay. Um. So, and this is gonna be interesting. Uh, Eamon, where do you rank Impact this week? Uh, three. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Matt. Matt, you scoff. That's a good rating. 
<laughs> That's a good ranking. We're not watching Ring of Honor anymore, keep in mind. Um, and sometimes it's, Impact still comes in fourth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Matt, did you watch the other shows? Yeah. Yeah, I watched all three this week. Okay. And the Bracketology special. I... Oh, 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 okay. Actually, forget that. Then it's then yeah, it's fourth. Was it? I think it was, <laughs> it was better than the bracketology spot. It was better than the bracketology spot. I don't know. <laughs> Brian Kendrick and, and Daniel oh. sharing stories about taxes. Oh, oh man, it made me cry. All right. Um. <laughs> I, I love that. I thought we had a good ranking from Eamon. Then oh no, I forgot something. Fourth. Yeah. All right, um, Matt. Where do you rank Impact this week? I'll give it number two. Okay. Okay. And leave you um, all in suspense. Oh, shit. I I really want to know what you write there now. I am going to... Uh, it's tough. It's really tough because, honestly, I think there's a clear number one. After that, it is a bit muddy. I don't know. No, no, no. I, I'll give it three. Because keep in mind, we're ranking the show. We're not yeah, ranking the volumation. Yeah, no, 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 I know. We're, we're ranking the show. And and, the, and honestly, the only reason I think it's not two for me is because the commentary is atrocious. No, because even if the final deletion was amazing, and I thought it was amazing, I would have still ranked it three. Yeah, the commentary for the rest of the show is atrocious. Because then um, oh, it completely devalued yeah. uh, the the street fight between Mia Yim and Jade. It completely sure. devalued. Like, I, I, you know, it's three. It's three, I say. All right, um, so, Matt, where can we find you on the internet? Um, I am uh, on the Twitter, at Mainstream Matt, with one T. Um, come say hi, and I'll say hi back. Now, also, you do, you do a nice little con- column around the Indies. I do, the show. for now. Um... And, uh, you know, I've really been enjoying uh, doing Around the Indies and uh, helping the Sorgatron Media Empire do what it does and uh, having a positive impact on uh, all the fine hard workers in independent professional wrestling. That makes me very proud. So, yes, go to IndieWrestling.us and see what these crazy kids have been up to. Uh, We got some good stuff from the uh, 4th of July weekend, including the sexiest damn tag team you will ever see in your life. These two homeboys are Fantastic! If I was a promoter, I'd be on the phone with them right now. Get them in here. Get the belts on these two dudes. You'll see them. They're the cover photo. Check them out. He's not wrong. Um, Amen. <laughs> where could the good people of the internet find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Amen Two Please. You can also check out the wrestling promotion I'm involved with, uh, which is Inspire Pro Wrestling over at InspireProWrestling.com. All right, and you can find me at Mad Mike Four Eight Eight Three on the Twitter machine. Also, um. If you like Impact, if you want to hear what more thoughts I have to say about Impact, look up the hashtag MM for uh, my live tweets during Impact because, oh man, I had a lot of questions about the final deletion. And please, if you have any answers to those questions, feel free to reply. I will get back to you because most of those questions still exist in my brain and they will probably never go away. All right, so... For Matt Carlins, for Eamon Peyton, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been your Mid-Week War Delete!
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.